Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. This is Unnecessary Roughness. We're going to go ahead and, and start Jarrett uh, the last couple games of the season here. You know, we're, none of us is happy with where we're at. I mean, this is a A1 class human being. Um, and he's obviously meant a lot to this place for a long time. And, uh, and as I said, we'll see how this goes going forward. Um, I'm not going to sit here and predict the future. And there's a lot that could happen. And, um, and we're going to take those things one day at a time. And right now, we're going to get ready for the 49ers. Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Here's your boy Q. Scheduled to have Vinny Bonsignor join the show about 4.30. He may be in a very important meeting right now, so we might not get him at 4.30, but if we don't, that's okay. We'll just keep trucking along because that's what we do. If we do, it'll be fantastic. We'll ask him about his uh, his adventures and the conversations that he's having right now, but uh, Vinny Bonsignor is on the job, so he's scheduled to join us at 4.30 off our don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword r Got a text from the 805, 806, it looks like. Q. I disagree. Players are going to see our coach as a positive and deciding to go to Vegas. He straight up decided to choose money over winning. Slap in the face of players in the locker room. DC gave his all to the franchise and they don't even let him finish his career at home versus fans that love him versus two rivals. Disgusted in this staff. Again, that's a text from the 806. And I don't think Josh McDaniels necessarily chose money over winning. I think he made the business decision that the organization, not just one individual, the organization, if you and this is this is my reasoning, and I'm not saying it's the right reason, but it's their reason. If they plan on moving on from a guy in the next two after the after the season's wrapped up, if they plan on moving on from him, and he has an injury in one of the last two games against the rivals that the fans want to see him play in, and he probably wants to play in as well, and he gets injured, and all of a sudden the 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 the, the, the Raiders are on the hook for forty million dollars. That's not necessarily Josh McDaniels choosing money over winning. It's, it's the organization making a business decision. And at the end of the day, I've said it, and so many fans hit us up and say, I don't want to hear about business. I get it. Business sucks sometimes, but we all make business decisions, whether you like them or not. <laughs> right? I mean, that's what it is. And the NFL is the biggest business of all. YouTube just gave the NFL $3 billion a year. For the rights to the Sunday ticket, three with a billion. Bill. Bill, not mill. Bill. It's a business. It's entertainment for us. It's a business. That's what it is. So they're going to make the right business decision for them. They're not worried about a rival when they're six and nine. And they look at the last two games and say, yeah. It, they'll know by kickoff if they're already eliminated from the playoffs. That's the thing about it. By kickoff on Sunday, they'll know if they've already been eliminated. They need so much geometry and gymnastics to happen for them to, to still be alive when they take the field on Sunday. And by the time they get off the field on Sunday, without, without the results of their game, they still might be eliminated. So there's, yeah, there's a mathematical chance, but I think most people see what's really going on. It's 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 a it's pretty much a, it's a wrap. So, how angry would you as a fan be if you could have used that that chip in Derek Carr, and and say he waves his trade clause and goes somewhere else and brings you something that really helps this team get to where you want it to be, which is ultimately winning? Because look, I said this before. 
And again, I have all the respect in the world for Derek Carr. I was a fan before 2014. I'm a fan after 2022, right? Derek Carr is not a, a, a 61-year-old or 61-year vet with the Raiders. So he hasn't been around the whole time that the team has been around. 99% of the people listening to this show and listening to this station on the regular were fans before D.C. I don't think that when people go out and buy memorabilia, the shield says car in it. It says Raiders. And last I checked, it was always the shield above everything. There's been plenty of players that are fantastic Hall of Famers that have been in the organization and left the organization. And again, not being disrespectful to Derek Carr because I have a lot of respect for him, probably more than a lot of people do. A lot of people think that I've, I've been accused of, of, of getting paid by the team because I won't, I won't disrespect Derek Carr. No, I just think that he's done a, a good job. I think he's done a, the, the best job he could given what he's, try, what he's had to work with. I don't have no, no ill will towards him. I actually appreciate what he's done for the last nine years. So if they move on from him or if he just walks away and they don't get anything, but they end up bringing in someone, putting their plan in place, which we had a texter earlier say, there's no way that they make this move without a plan. We just don't know what it is. Okay. There, I mean, then there it is. I bet you, I bet you if in 2024 the Raiders are hosting the Super Bowl, they're playing at their, their stadium, regardless who's behind the, 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 the center, I bet you'd be happy. I bet you'd be thrilled. You won't be disgusted with the staff. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. But that's 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 the point. So I don't think that the head coach made a made a money decision himself. It was the organization in, in general, including including the owner. Got a text. The contract wouldn't be guaranteed just because Carr gets injured. I believe you have to have a fail of physical next year. I think in February for the contract to get guaranteed. If he gets injured, it'll be the same thing that happened with Jimmy G. You can't move on from him, and it does get it does get. Get guaranteed. His money does. His guarantees is, is against injury. <laughs> that's what that's for. It is literally against injury. That is what it's for. As much as you might not like it, that's what it is. That's why it's there. Just like I had someone tell me that the no trade clause was irrelevant. <laughs> How? It's one of the most relevant parts of the of the deal. Players love to get a no trade clause because they can destroy the, the determine where they go if they go anywhere. So there's that. And if he gets, and if he, and you're talking about passing a physical, if he gets injured, he's not going to pass a physical. It's right after this. That's why there's two games. There's only two games left. The Super Bowl is only a couple weeks away. We just got our credentials today, as a matter of fact. So if you don't think it's a big deal, fine. $40 million and you dish it out. (laughs) Right? I mean, it's a big deal. It is an absolute big deal. If they walk away from him, they take a, what, $5 million dead money? You tell me what's, what's the difference. Talk about big bank, take a little bank. $40 million compared to $5 million. Like, that's a reality. You have to understand that. It is a literal reality that they're protecting themselves against the money. That's why Hondo asked on Monday. He asked Josh McDaniels on Monday, if you play Derek Carr the next two games, are you committing yourself to him long term? Or does, is that a sign that you're committing to him long term? And Josh McDaniels never said yes. He said everything will be explored because the $40 million guarantee against injury. It's in the contract. That's, that's exactly it. 
So you don't have to like it. You don't have to like that I'm telling you that. But that's what it is. It's the facts. I want to tell the fans out there just about an actual money move going on in the NFL right now. Just looked up the numbers. Carson Wentz is coming back from injury <laughs> for the Washington Commanders. Right. And he's starting over Taylor Heineke. Carson Wentz record this season, I know it's not a QB stat wins and losses, but hey, when he's starting, they're 2-5. and five. Taylor Heineke, they're 5-3-1. and one. Want to know what a big difference is? Carson Wentz, $32 million this year, according to Spotrack. Taylor Heineke, $2 million. So that's a money decision from, I want to say, up top in the Washington Commanders organization to say, hey, right. we're not paying him $32 million a year to sit on the bench. If he's healthy, play him. That's a money decision. That's a money decision. Exactly right. That's exactly right. Making sure a guy stays in the game when he's the highest paid dude on the field is, is a money decision. When he might not be worth the salt. Right? I mean, how many times <laughs> How many times did we say throughout the course of the season when Chandler Jones was unperforming? Sit him down. I don't care how much money he makes. And guess what? He stayed on the field. You know why? Because he was making the most money. That, that's, that's a business decision as well. The guy's getting paid. Go let him play. And it started working out. He started turning the corner. Unfortunately, now he's on IR. But he started turning the corner and making some plays. You know why they kept him on the field? If he hadn't been worth the salt and was only making $2 million, you know where he would have been? On the bench. It's facts. It's facts. This is not the rec league. This is not UNLV <laughs> where everyone's on scholarship. It's not. Like, sometimes we don't realize it because we're entertained. We watch it, and we're like, oh, this is fun. This is cool. This is what I do every week. Great. That's their job from the top to the bottom. Dave Ziegler's in charge of making business decisions. Mark Davis, as the owner, is into making business decisions. He has to. The head coach, he also has to be part of it, but he also has to win. Because if he doesn't win, guess what? There will be a business decision to move his ass out of there. Straight up, you're bad for business. If you're not winning, guess what? You're bad for business. And there's a lot more pressure to win in Vegas than there was to win in Oakland. And that's no disrespect to the Bay because I love Oakland. I love Oakland like, a, like a, another son, right? But there's a lot of pressure to win in that big-ass building that they have over there, that beautiful building that they have. There's a lot of pressure to win there. If they don't win, what happens, what happens when UNLV has a, a football game there? <laughs> what do you want me to say? Nobody's there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It'll become a mausoleum. It'll become empty. It'll become quiet. Crickets. If they don't win, if all of a sudden they go on some, next year they go four and, and what would it be? Four and 13, 14? Four, four and 13. 13. Yeah, four and 13. And then they go four and 13 again. Guess what? Even the away fans ain't going to want to go no more because how many times are you going to go to Vegas and it's still a thrill? Simple. True. The business decision is they've got to find a way to win. That's the bottom line. So whatever it takes to win is what they have to do. That's why the guy upstairs is like, okay, do what you have to do. That's why he gave that stability to John Gruden because he wanted to have a guy that was there consistently help build that thing and be a consistent winner. You cannot not be a winner in this town. If you're not, you're not. They're not. How many people are getting mad at the Golden Knights because they, I mean, they ran their coach right out of town. Yeah, they, and they're still the number one team in their division. They exactly. can't win at home, right. but people are still mad. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. This town, you have to win. If not, all your tickets are going to be sold. You're going to sell your tickets because you'll go to something else. It's that simple. This, this, if you're not winning here, guess what? They're going to run you right out. Or they're going to go find something else to do. I mentioned it the other day. 440,000 people are expected to be in town this weekend. They ain't all going to a football game. There's way too many things to do. It's way too much entertainment going on besides a football team.
playing a football game on a Sunday afternoon when a lot of people could be recovering at home or in their hotel room or walking around the strip or at another event or at a concert or all the other sports that are coming to town, by the way, right? There is a cat, by the way, that was on, uh, uh, in the Bay, uh, Brody Brazil, as a matter of fact, he did some piece on YouTube where he's talking about the sports are growing and he start, he's like, oh, the Knights are there, the Raiders are there, the Aces are there, um, the Aviators are there because he, he does the A's pre- and post-game show. So he's like, the uh, Aviators are there. Um, and then he said, oh, the Henderson Silver Knights. And I was like, oh, and by the way, <laughs> there's G League Ignite. Woo! <laughs> because Victor Wimbenyama, I know Scoot Henderson may be the number two yeah, pick, yeah. but you got to see the number. Imagine if you yep. got to see LeBron play. Right. Like his senior year of high school. Exactly. You would have gotten to see that if you went down to the Dollar draw. Road Center. It's a massive draw, right? They have the IFL. They have the XFL on the way. I mean, there's so I was like, oh, by the way, there's this, this, this. NBA's on the way. Major League Baseball's probably on the way. There's way too many. That's why I don't think the A's will ever succeed here. Right? Because they, yeah. they don't have the star power. Speaking of winners, the right. Aces, a championship team. A championship team. team. Exactly right. And I guarantee you what, the Michelob Ultra Arena is, is packed to the gills and it's, it's popping. I know it's obviously a different entity. Tickets aren't like the Raiders tickets are, but they, they, they're winners. Mark, they're the Davis, went in attendance Mark Davis went out and spent the money to get the coach to help him win. Get him over the top. Got it done in year one. Tell me that guy don't want to win? <laughs> I'll argue that with you any day of the week and twice on Sunday. The guy wants to win. He owns a winner with the Aces. He wants a winner with his Raiders. So he's going to do what it takes to make a winner or at least give them opportunity to be a winner. It's that simple. G from Arizona said, Q, what up, man? So the car era looks over. Moving forward, what do you want to be? Who do you want to be our starting quarterback? How do you feel about TB, honestly? I, for one, would hate it. You're an old-school Raider fan. I know you know the history with him and the tuck rule. I feel like that'd be a slap in the face of Raider Nation. Let's just say we win a Super Bowl uh, with him. That wouldn't be about us winning our fourth Super Bowl. It'd be all about Tom Brady. No thanks. Uh, that's from G from Arizona. Look, dog. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm different. Maybe I'm not the guy that you, you, you know, <laughs> maybe you're not the guy that, that you respect or, you know, I'm not, maybe I don't even earn that respect. But I ain't never seen the Raiders win a Super Bowl. I ain't never seen the Raiders win a Super Bowl. So if Tom Brady were the quarterback and he brought the Raiders to the Super Bowl, I'd be the first one there celebrating. I'd be doing, I'd be doing a two-step on Las Vegas Boulevard just like uh, the rest of Raider Nation. I don't think anybody would be mad like, yeah, you know what? I'm, the hell with that Super Bowl. Tom Brady won it. Gee, I got to give you a round of applause. I, if that's how he feels, I give him props for that. But that's the hottest of hot takes. <laughs> Even if we do win the Super Bowl, I wouldn't want it if it was with Brady. Look, man. He's entitled to his opinion. No, that's what I'm, I'm saying. saying. It's a very hot take is very, what I'm saying. Very, I mean, I, I respect the fact that that's how he feels right now. But I guarantee you feel a lot different if all of a sudden at the end of the day, the Super Bowl gets wrapped up in 2024, just say it happens. Mark Davis is holding the Lombardi trophy. G would be like... Brady won that one. Just mad every Sunday. I don't, I don't want it. Seven-game win streak just mm, don't sit right with me. That's like me being mad because J-Lo starts looking at me and she's had like 18 husbands. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Sign me up to be eight. I don't care. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> nah, you know what? You chose all them other cats before me. You got back with being twice. Right, 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 right. What was up with that? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> right? Hell, Janet Jackson could call me right now and I'd still be good. Right? <laughs> nah, nah. You know that thing that happened at the Super Bowl with Justin? I'm still angry about that. I'm not. I'm over it. 
Been over it. Man, that's a, it's just such a hot take. No, and like I said, he could feel that way. And there might be many other people in Raider Nation that feel that way. But it's been a it's been a really long time since the Raiders won a Super Bowl. I said I'm winning a Super Bowl. I don't care. I don't care if you were the quarterback. I'd be fine with it. You know what I mean? I don't care if Jamarcus Russell came back and won the Super Bowl. I'd be fine with it. I'm serious, because how am I going to be choosy on who won the Super Bowl when I ain't seen one? How am I going to be like, yeah, but? I'm getting excited just thinking about winning the Super Bowl. And they're, they they got two games to go before the season's over, right? I'm getting fired up just thinking about the Super Bowl, what that would be like, how I'd feel. I'm 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 sorry, G. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad. Now I'll say the one thing I'll say about Brady. I'm not convinced that he's at that level. I'm not from what I've seen this year. But that you know when he was in his final years in New England, people didn't think he was he. Had, I didn't think he had it then. I was like, oh, he'll go to Tampa Bay and just be you know he'll be Tom Brady. He won't be the guy, and he goes and wins Super Bowl. So I, I doubted him when he left New England because he didn't look. He looked like a shell of himself this final year. I mean, he did. He looked terrible. I know he didn't have weapons. His offensive line was shoddy, but he didn't look very good. So I was like, eh, eh, no thanks. And that's when he was rumored to be coming this way to, to begin with, right? That was the first rumor. Man, this would be the longest like courtship of all time of the flirting of, is he going to come to Do you Vegas? know how long I've been chasing J-Lo for? <laughs> Let's get focused on what really matters. Q and J-Lo. Hey, I've been chasing her since she was with Diddy. <laughs> when she really was J-Lo. Now she's Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I'm still chasing her. So they they even had the tabloids. Is oh. Q are Q and J Lo going to get together? As long as the wife's at work. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. Everybody's been talking about it. Q and J Lo, will they? Won't they? There there is a picture of her down the hallway, and the, and they're here in the radio station. It's right there on the wall. You can see her out the. You can look out the window and see it. It's right there on the wall. It's right by Sylvia's office. I've never noticed that picture. You never knew that J Lo was right there. No. Are you serious? We can take a break. I'll go look. <laughs> It's right there. You can see it from where you're standing. Never, I've never looked at that picture before. 418 is the time. We will take a break. You will go look at that picture. We'll come back. We got plenty to get to. Calls, texts, and more. It's Rare Nation Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Very unnecessary roughness around here. Mama Q hit me up and said, you guys are silly. J-Lo shaking my head. Damon, did you see the J-Lo poster now? I saw it. Okay. I'll remember that it's there. It's even signed, guys. <laughs> Surprised you haven't taken it home with you. Nah, 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 nah. I d- didn't want to do all that. If I take J-Lo home with me, it ain't going to be no poster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say, I know every part of the movie Selena for a reason. All right? I've gone to movies before because of J-Lo, and they ain't even been good. And anytime that enough comes on, <laughs> you will get me to watch. I've seen enough so many times I can tell you line by line, which is probably almost a little bit of stock. It ain't that good of a movie. It's really not, <laughs> but I sure will watch it. My bad. G hit us up on the don'tbebroke.com text line. He hit his back. He said, Q, I got your point now. Curious. If you pull, put the poll on the airway, airwaves, see what other people in the nation say. So I will. G, G, I appreciate you. Anyone who calls in, you can share anything that you want <laughs> for the radio, please. Keep it clean. But I do want to know, if Tom Brady was the Raiders quarterback, would you be happy with the Super Bowl championship? Actually, you know what? I don't, even want to, I don't even want to pigeonhole it with Tom Brady. Let's put it like this. 
If the Raiders win a Super Bowl with the next quarterback, will you be happy regardless who it is? Let's just keep it like that. How about that? If you would say, yeah, you know what? I'd like them to win a Super Bowl, except for with Tom Brady. Feel free to say that. But when we get you on and we got plenty of people lined up, I want to know your thoughts on that. Would you have a problem with Tom Brady or any other quarterback winning a Super Bowl for the Raiders? Because I'll tell you right now, I would not. 702-365-9200. Kevin in Tucson, you're up first. What's on your mind? How are you, sir? Good. I'm fantastic. Hey, I appreciate the show. I, I, I listen to it every day. Uh, like you said about a half hour ago, it's organization first for me. When I buy gear, it's the shield. Not car, not number four. And I love Derek, and I think he's a great human being, but I'm going to give you a different take on it that I haven't heard. A lot of people like to make Derek a victim. Mm-hmm. That man signed a contract with this clause. True. They didn't slip it in after he signed it. He knew what he was getting into. And kudos to the brass, again, maybe unpopular, McDaniels and Ziegler put it in there, and they got to test drive car for one year. It didn't work out. We got to move on, period. And also, I'm driving up from Tucson. Are you guys at the Las Vegas South Premium Outlet tomorrow? Um, yes, yes. That's exactly where we'll be at, no doubt, 2 o'clock. Beautiful. I'd love to meet you all. Love to see you in person. Shake your hand. Again, appreciate what you all do. It may be an unpopular opinion, but it's my opinion. Go Raiders. There you go. I like it. I like it. Did he give us a, the poll answer? Or did I let him go too fast? Kev, you still there? Oh, oh, oh. Go ahead, Kev. Oh, oh. Yeah. I don't care if TB12, if DeMarcus Russell won, <laughs> Ken Stabler 12, whoever comes back leads us to victory in the Super Bowl, I'm in. There he goes. Kevin, thank you, my man. Drive safely. Appreciate you. We'll see you at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings tomorrow, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at the Torch as well at Allegiant Stadium. Bledsoe, you're up next, brother. What's on your mind? Hey, that last caller was right on. It's almost like uh, it was scripted. You know, car for a year. I think we got some New England blood coming one way or the other, but the exciting thing is, man, how do you do better than Josh and those three receivers? We're going to hang 40 on the Niners. We're going to hang 40 on the Chiefs. We're going to be the favorite going into next year to win the Super Bowl. Tell me what you think. Well, tell me what you think about any quarterback winning the Super Bowl. Would you have a problem with TB12 winning the Super Bowl with the Raiders? Dude, he was here from the beginning. They're just biding their time at Tampa Bay. It's going to be a New England dude, and it's going to be great. All right. Well, thank you for the call, Bledsoe. I appreciate you. He was pretty fired up. I don't see, honestly, <laughs> the Raiders putting 40 on that 49er defense. I don't see it. Um, I don't see them putting 40 on the Chiefs either. I mean, look, I, look if they went, lose the last two games, it would not shock me at all. Let's just be 100%. Let's keep it a buck. <laughs> right? I don't, I'm not in the business of lying to anybody. That's, not, that's another show. Not, not this one. We don't, we don't sit there and blow smoke up anyone's backside. Obviously, these next two games are going to be tough. Right? The 49ers have an exceptional defense, and they're going to make a deep playoff run. The Chiefs, they're not that great on defense, but they're going to make a deep playoff run as well. So we'll see what happens. I, I definitely will be behind the team and be ready for them and, and you know, would love to see them get a victory in both of these games. You know, it's just it's, it's going to be a tough one. Um, and, and as far as, you know, what you're saying, that there's going to be some New England blood, I do believe that whoever the quarterback is going to be next year definitely has ties to Josh McDaniels. I think that that's the most important thing there. Uh, 702-365-9200. Dave and Chino, uh, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Or not. All right, who's up next, Damon? Terry, right here in Vegas. All right, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey, Q, man. First of all, appreciate the show, man. You guys do a phenomenal job. Phenomenal job. Appreciate you. I want to address these people that's talking about they wouldn't be happy with a Super Bowl if Tom Brady was under center. 
come on, guys. Let, let, let's be real. If you're not happy with a Super Bowl, no matter who's under center, if I'm under center, <laughs> right. and you're not, a, you're, you're, you're not a Raider fan, and guess what? We don't want you. No, that we want Super Bowls, no matter who's playing. That's what we play for. I'm a fan of the franchise. I've been a Ra- I'm 55 years old. I've been a Raider fan since I could walk. I'm a fan of the franchise. I think your show, what, yesterday or day before, you talked about all the quarterbacks we had. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I was a fan of them all when they were under center. Right, me too. And that's the way it is because I'm a fan of the franchise. Mm-hmm. So, and I'll put it this way. There is no player in sports right now that I despise more than Tom Brady. I'll be blunt with you. However, if he puts on that silver and black, I'm his biggest fan. Simple as that. Boom. There it is. That's the way it is. Yep. That's the way it is. I was the same with LeBron. I'm a Laker fan. Uh, a big Kobe guy. You know, the Kobe-LeBron thing. Yeah. Kobe-LeBron. Mm-hmm. Oh, couldn't stand LeBron. He put on that purple and gold. Let's go, LeBron. Come on, man. Let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> I know. That's right. And, 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 that, and that's the way it is. I mean, so give me a break. Raiders run the Super Bowl. Every Raider fan is going to celebrate. I don't care what they call your show and say, that's baloney. That's baloney. I'm with Last you. Last thing I want to say, Q, and I don't, I don't want to take up too much time. Let me just say this about Carr. Carr deserves applause. He deserves all the respect mm-hmm. that he earned it. He earned it. He came into this franchise. He was the face of the franchise. He never did us wrong. He was always upbeat, a positive guy, never was in the news for nothing negative, this or that. Played his butt off. Mm-hmm. Played his butt off. He did not do the franchise wrong. I think the franchise did him wrong. They didn't really put anything behind him. He never had the weapons, never had the defense. Guess what he did? He went out and balled every Sunday, every Sunday, without complaining, without complaining. So that being said, um, I do think it's time. I think it's time for both parties. I think Derek Carr is going to kick ass somewhere next year. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I believe he's going to put us on record numbers wherever he goes. I believe that. Um, so that's my two cents, man. Carr, appreciate you. Appreciate all you did, man. Hang your head high. Big fan of yours. And keep it going next year. Just don't beat us. <laughs> right. I heard that. Hey, great call, my man. Definitely appreciate you. And, yeah, I, I think that that should be, that should be the, the approach. And, and I'm with you as well. Uh, I think Derek Carr did everything he, he could as the Raiders starting quarterback. You never heard him publicly complain. I'm sure there were times he went home and probably told his wife, like, man, this organization ain't giving me no help. I'm sure there, I mean, I'm sure there's conversations like that. Hell, I know the kind of conversations I have when I get home with my wife, right? So I get it, man. We all have what they call it, pillow talk. We all have that. I'm sure that there were some conversations and some, some little disgruntledness. I get it. Never came out and publicly said that. Never asked to be traded. Never demanded you do this, that, and the other. Never held out for money. I mean, look at the contract he signed. Going back to, you know, the call that we had earlier. Think about the contract he signed. He signed the contract with this, this clause in it. I mean, he has no guaranteed money on his deal. I mean, really, he has no guaranteed money unless he gets injured. You know, I mean, right now, currently on his deal, he has no guaranteed money. What quarterback's doing that? They can't figure out what's going on with, with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. They can't come to an agreement on anything. It took Deshaun Watson how much money and how many draft picks to get him there before he'd sign off on, yeah, okay, I'll go. He didn't do any of that. And I and and what did we say? I said, if I'm Carr and I saw what Deshaun Watson just signed for, that's the kind of deal I would want because I ain't I ain't half the problems he is off the off the field. And he was like, I'm not worried about the next man's contract. It's just, you know, hook me up and I'm good. And that's what he did. Straight up. I could definitely respect that. 
Let's get uh, let's get Lester in. Lester, what's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Hey, good work, guys. Yeah, I want to, you guys are doing a fabulous job. Uh, thanks for taking the call. These, for sure. yeah, it's, what it is with Carr, it's, it's, it's like, you know, a lot of us Raider fans who were paying attention this season and saw the contract, this was probably going to be the end uh, unless he won a Super Bowl, okay? Uh, and that didn't, of course, happen. But it's unfortunate. He's a good man. You know, he's a good Raider. He's always going to be a good Raider. You know what I mean? So it no matters what happens. So I think, you know, he has to hold his head up high. Um, you know, unfortunately, what's going to happen, I, I think that the franchise did do, do him a disservice over almost a decade. You know, our defenses weren't very good. Offensive lines, mediocre, not always the best weapons. But like the previous caller said, he did the best he could, and he balled the best he could. So you got to respect that. Now, moving forward, um, the Ziegler, Mark Davis, and the coaches, Josh McDaniel, you've got a sales job going on here now. So you have to make sure that you keep Adams and Jacobs, if you keep them, happy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You're going to have to find somebody like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, or at minimum, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo to be the next quarterback of this franchise because they're not going to be staying around if, and, and this is no disrespect to Stidham, but the Stidhams of the world, the, the, the Minshews of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfields, they're not going to want to stick around here, right? If it's nothing, uh, anything less than Brady, Rodgers, or Jimmy G at quarterback next season. So other than that, if you lose those players, if you lose Adams and Jacobs, it's going to be a full-on rebuild. Yeah. Yep. So, and there's no quarterback. I could see them going after Brady and trying to maybe uh, – draft Will Levis, I guess. Will Levis seems like a, a Josh McDaniels type of quarterback to develop under a Brady, under a Jimmy G, or if they trade for Rodgers. So uh, we'll see what happens. But now it's on them. Next season, guys, I mean, the Super Bowl is in Vegas next season. Yeah. So you would think our Mark Davis and, and Ziegler and McDaniels, uh, they should know that they don't want to go through a full rebuild when the, when the Super Bowl is going to be in Vegas next season. So they don't want a regression. They need to be competitive and they need to be better than what they were this year. So let's see what happens. It's on them. No more excuses next year, Josh McDaniels, that's for sure, when it comes to blowing second-half leads. There you go. Thanks, guys. Hey, great call, and I, I agree, I think. And I know that I know that Lincoln Kennedy earlier said that he didn't feel like that there was a ton of pressure on Josh McDaniels. I think all the pressure is on Josh McDaniels moving forward. You know, if you move on from your quarterback, you know, you can say that, okay, that, that was the fall guy. He couldn't execute the offense the, the way that he needed to, if that's what you want to say. I think it's squarely on Josh McDaniels now. Okay, you get your guy. Do like I used to tell my mom. Okay, show me. Show me, man. <laughs> right? Show me. That's, what, that's what's got to happen. And if I'm Mark Davis, I'm sitting in my office and I'm like, show me, man. Show me. All right, we're going to make these moves? Cool. Show me. Show me the results. You know, my man P.E. In, in North Carolina always says uh, it's, it's show and tell. It's time to show and tell. It ain't time. To, we can all talk about it. Leave that to us. That's what we get paid <laughs> to do is talk. You got to be about it. You got you to gotta show it. LJ said on the don'tbebroke.com text line, two things can be true. I believe everybody would be happy with the championship with Brady, but also can feel like it has an asterisk of sorts. Championships are too hard to come by. That's LJ. And LJ, all due respect, brother, I don't know what the asterisk would be. What would the asterisk be? I didn't put an asterisk on the Lakers winning the championship in the bubble. <laughs> right? You're right. Championships are too hard to come by. Why would there be any asterisks? I don't understand. Why would there be any asterisks next to a championship that you earned? You earned it. You went out there and played a 17-game, 18-week season, went to the playoffs, went through that gauntlet, and won a championship. What asterisks would have to be there? You won it with that dude? Who do you want to win it with? This? What dude do you want? Damon? Me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't think of another fan base that would be this resentful. There's not. Over another quarterback. No, they're this resentful December 29, 2022. 
If this was December 29, 2023, and the team was 12-4 and in and, and the first seed in the AFC West, wouldn't nobody be talking like this? Asterix. And I, hey, LJ's my guy. All the respect in the world. Ain't nobody talking about no Asterix. Can we get to Mailman Raider Max's text? Mailman Raider Max. Yeah, what did he say? I didn't even see it. Where's it at? Oh, you know which one I'm talking about. Oh, I'll read about, it. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll read it. Yeah, yeah, read it. I'm sorry. This is how extreme that some people want a Super Bowl Raider Nation. This is from Mailman there Raider you Max. Go. Go ahead. You want to read it or you want me to? I'll read it. Okay, go for it. I'll suck on Brady's toes <laughs> if he brings us a Super Bowl. <laughs> Come on. That's dedication to the brand He actually right said his whole text was, I'm not playing, G. I'll put hot sauce on Brady's toes and suck on him if he brings the Raiders a Super Bowl. That was from Mailman Raider Max. Hot sauce. <laughs> and sucking on the toes. Now, that's a little extreme. It's a family-friendly show, but I'm just saying. I mean, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> not me personally. That's extreme. You know, any kind of you know weird stuff like that is not okay. But, I mean, I get it. Again, look, I, I, honestly, I, I wouldn't, I mean, to, in all seriousness, I wouldn't care what who the quarterback was. If they could win a Super Bowl, if this staff felt like we got the guy who's going to help this team hoist the Lombardi Trophy, I honestly would not care who it was. I don't care if you had the whole New England roster here in, in Vegas. If, it, if they're wearing Raider jerseys and they won a Super Bowl, I'd be fine. I don't care if Bill Belichick was on the sideline with them. I don't care. Only thing that matters is winning. Wins and losing. And the Raiders as an organization and Raider Nation as a fan base, we have all seen way too much losing and not enough winning. Nothing matters but championships. I would love to be an organization that expected to win a, a, a championship every year. Right? I mean, the people in New England don't know how to act right now. <laughs> right? They, they fight each other. What the hell? Hell's going on. Mac Jones don't know how to act. I mean, he's trying to kick guys in the stones and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, he's throwing himself on the ground. He's throwing temper tantrums. He don't know how to act. Wait a minute. This is, this is not how it's supposed to be here in New England. Bill Belichick's at the podium. You know? He don't, Timmy. Right? He, don't, <laughs> he don't know what to say. 439 is the time. We'll come back. Get to some more of your calls and texts, man. We're on a roll. We're on fire. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. 4.43 is the time. We'll catch up with Vinny Bonsignor probably tomorrow. He's uh, doing some Vinny Bonsignor type work. Sometimes that happens, man. Live radio happens, but that's all right. We got plenty of great listeners and callers and feedback to get to. So let's not waste any time. 702-365-9200 as we close out the show. Raider Mike, what's on your mind? Happy New Year, Q. Happy New Year, brother. What's up, my man? Chilling. Look, Raider Nation, you guys have heard me for years on this station. I'm the biggest patriot of the Cheatriots. I hate them. I hated when McDaniels came over, but they put the blue pill and the red pill in front of us, <laughs> and we took them both. So here we are. Tom Brady is going to be a Raider Nation. He's going to be a Raider Nation. It's just the way it's going to be. He's got the best receiver in the league. Top three tight end. Probably the best slot in the league. And he's probably been told by Ziggler that line will get improved. And watch D.C. float over to the Colts for Quentin Nelson and a second-round pick. Hmm. And we load up that defense, get a top-notch corner. That, that's called a ring. 
in a year that the Super Bowl is coming to Vegas. Mm-hmm. You think I'm going to cry that Tom Brady did that? Are you kidding me? Jim Plunkett was a Patriot and a Niner before he came and won two rings. Get off your high horse, nation. This is going to happen. The writing is all over the wall. Get used to this. It's going to happen. And Brady still has it. He got rid of Giselle. His mind is on football. And the last accomplishment he can make that no one will ever touch. I won three rings with three different teams. And I'm going to tie Bland at least, our beloved Raider, for the oldest player in the league at 47. Watch this happen, Nation. I know it's a hard pill to swallow, but once it's digested and that rings on our finger, you're not going to care. Trust me on this. Raiders! There he goes, Raider Mike. I bet you this, if that were to happen, I know we're going into so many ifs and buts, and I hate to be that guy to drive us down this path, but if that were to happen, just say Tom Brady were to become a Raider and they win, and, and I think Raider Mike is onto something when he said, hey, they're playing the Super Bowl in Vegas. You don't think that Mark Davis is very much invested in putting the best damn product he can in 2023 to try to attempt? And that's a hard ask, man. That is not easy to host a Super Bowl. It's the reason why it took so stinking long before it happened. First team that ever did it, Tampa Bay. Who they do it with? Tom Brady. Second team to do it was the Rams. They were able to do it as well. But for the most part, that hasn't been done. And I know damn well when I was in Texas – Jerry Jones wanted nothing more than to be that team to host the Super Bowl. And he tried to load up and do everything he could in his power. And it just didn't work out, obviously, for the Cowboys. But he sure tried to when they hosted the Super Bowl. You remember and, what year that was? Uh, 2012-ish. Around okay, that, but Romo was still the quarterback? Uh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. But that's when, that's when they had the big snowstorm. It was real icy and cold out, and uh, the Super Bowl basically stunk. It was a bad situation because it was so icy, and you know all the events, you're trying to drive to them. And I remember we couldn't even, uh, we couldn't even really – I didn't go to the Super Bowl, but I, I was at the house, and uh, my mom came to town to watch the Super Bowl, and it's like the roads were all shut down for the most part. You couldn't leave the airport. People were sleeping in the airport. I think my mom slept in the airport, matter of fact, overnight. I was going to go pick her up, but she told me not, not to. Like, I just don't think they were able to because the, it was, the weather was so bad. But he wanted nothing more than to host that, that Super Bowl. Didn't happen. Tampa Bay got it. It, it happened. L.A. did it. It happened. So it, it's possible that it could happen. I do think that they're going to do everything they can to be that team. And that don't mean that just because they try <laughs> means that they're going to be that team because that is not easy to make that happen. I uh, got a couple texts I want to get to. Cucamonga Raider said, I'm legit confused why it even matters to some of our fans if our quarterback is TB12 and he wins the Super Bowl. What part of just win, baby, do they not understand? I, I don't know. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. It wouldn't even be a hesitation for me. <laughs> I'd learn how to see walk, and I'd see walk all up and down the block. Just to have, I mean, hell, just to be able to come on the radio and have the opportunity to talk about a Super Bowl winner, that'd be fantastic. I would love it. Got a text from Fabian. Unnecessary roughness. Q and DeMond asking for a friend. Are you okay if the Raiders sold out like the Rams, win a Super Bowl, and then suck the following year? Fabian. Look, I think everyone in – well, I don't want to say everyone. I don't want to answer for everybody. I think a lot of us were talking about the Raiders going all in, doing whatever they had to do, right? When, when the Rams won the Super Bowl, everyone said, F those picks, right? Just like the GM said. Go ahead and, and, and trade your picks, go get your players, and go win a Super Bowl. 
I don't know how how long a Super Bowl would last for Raider Nation. I know, Fabian, you've been rocking with the Raiders for a long time. I don't know how long it would last. But I'll tell you what, Fabian, if they were to win next year, what do they used to say? By any means necessary, if they won a Super Bowl next year, me personally at 46 years old would be very happy. And if they didn't be a very good team, if they were happened to be bad the very next year, okay, I'll take that L. Because you know what? I got to see a Super Bowl. I want to see a Super Bowl. And if they could do it once, they could probably do it again. But it's been since 83. DeMond wasn't alive last time they won a Super Bowl. Were you? No. Okay. 83? <laughs> I'm just hey, man, I forget how old you are sometimes. You're wise beyond your years. That's what they say. So that's just me. I give the statute of limitations. Let's say if the Titans were to win a Super Bowl for my fandom. Yeah, how about you? Yeah. I'd say five years. That's if the, the team that, stunk that for the next last? five years, yeah. can't tell me nothing. It'd be, it could be 2030. I'll Do you tell remember you this. 2025? As a Warrior fan, I was very excited when they won their first one. Very excited because I hadn't seen them win one. They hadn't won one in like 40 years. I was very excited about it. It lasted for a while. And obviously the team was really good too. And they were able to go win more. But man, that one would have lasted me for a while. This last one that they just won, that's going to last me for a while because I ain't winning one this year. I promise you that. It's going to last me for quite a while. I I'm, can agree with that statement. I, no, I mean, that's facts. It ain't because of the Grizzlies, but it's just because they're not very good. <laughs> but I'll tell you right now, I'll say, hey, I was around for the, the four-time winners to win that championship. I remember what it's like. Yeah, they, they got some time. Steph's going to be gone sooner rather than later. Clay's going to be gone sooner rather than I mean, every, it don't last forever. So I appreciate what I saw when I saw it. Laker fans, they're, 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 you know, they're used to winning. It had been a long stretch since Kobe had last won the championship. Then they got one. They were happy about it. They want more because they're used to winning. I get it. But I'll tell you what, they, they win one. If they were to win one in the next couple of years, they'd be pretty happy for a couple of years too, right? So I guess, Fabian, my answer to your friend, yeah, it'd be all right. It'd be all right. Now, that's not what they're trying to build, though. That's That's the thing. That's what... Coach McDaniels has said so many times at the podium, trying to win now. I had someone hit, hit me up and say, hey, do you have the stones, and he didn't use those words, to ask Coach why they lied about, why they lied about the, the, the reload and why should the fan base get excited? And my answer was, I don't have to ask him. He's told us many times that their goals are to win right now and also sustain success for years to come similar to what they had in New England. That's what he's told us. So I don't have to ask him, and I would never ask him, why did you lie to the fan base? There's ways to ask questions. Fans be like, oh, you guys don't have the, and they don't say stones. You have the, they don't have the stones to ask certain questions. We ask the same questions. We just say it in a way that's respectful. You go and ask a dumbass question like that. Hey, how come you lied to the fans? They're going to give you a dumbass look back in return. Just the other day, Hondo, he didn't ask this exact question, but you could put it in layman's terms. Hey, what was up with the overthrows in the Steelers game? Yes. He just asked it in a just, more tactful you, you way. Just, exactly. You have to ask in a way where you're actually going to get a real answer. You know, if you if you just come off the cuff, like some angry fan at a bar that's had too many to drink, guess what you're going to get in return? You're going to get a dumb response or no response. You know, hey, why'd you, why'd you lie to the fan base? I mean, like, I didn't, nobody lied to the fan base. We, we always want to win. How many times have you heard the coach say that? We want to win every game. <laughs> Says that all the time. Let's go out to the phone line. Who's up next? We got Pete in Carolina. Pete! Welcome to the show. Q, how are you? I'm blessed. Well, I'm very fortunate to have an opportunity to speak. And I did speak yesterday. And I I have a litany of things I just want to run through real quick. (laughs) Go for it, man. Go for it. You Uh, got it. So, 
when we look at this offense, and, and I won't focus on the defense, I'll focus on the offense, and, and I am somebody who thinks that Derek Carr should be the person who continues to lead this team. Okay. Putting that aside for a second, Illuminor and Munford, they shared the position on the right side of the line. Unheard of in the NFL. Colton Miller, he probably had his worst season this year than he had since his rookie season. Parnham was played on the right side of the line early in the season and did extremely well, went to the left side, and fell apart. Leatherwood was released, and my question would be is, yeah, he was picked up by the previous regime for the Raiders as a first-rounder, but everyone had him on his second and third round draft uh, uh, draft boards. So why wouldn't we just keep him in the background? And if we needed him to bring him up because we fell apart, offense, our offensive line, we had injuries and so forth, but we just decided to cut him. Josh Jacobs wasn't even given a thought when they first came in to look at Josh. And Josh was a stud from day one. I know not everybody believed that, but to see the way he the heart that he had and the way he ran, and we, we discounted him. Then we turn around and we draft two running backs in this draft when we needed help on the defensive and offensive line. We ignored that. We brought in Abdullah to play running back, and how often did he touch the ball? And you had referenced that several times, and I agree with you often. Um. Are running, you know, we go back to this offensive play calling from McDaniel. And with all due respect, I'm, I'm sure he's a brilliant man. But to what point? You know, I sit there and go, our receivers are running into each other. Earlier in the season, we had a play in the back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. Waller and one of our receivers Adams. are crossing one another. Adams, yep. Right? Yep, against Tennessee. We had that play. Yep. You know, you turn around and you look at these plays during the course of the season and you sit there and you shake your head. My hair's on fire looking at this team and and looking who we are. Zay Jones wasn't even considered to be brought back. And I'm an East Carolina guy, and Zay Jones is an East Carolina guy, and his father plays the Dallas Cowboys, and I love Zay Jones, and he had a great connection with Derek. They didn't even give him a moment's notice and let him go. He's got over 75 receptions for Jacksonville. Keelan Cole, he gets cut. They bring him back. Talk about depth. I don't even want to go into defense. Ngakwe, we cut him. We released, him. you know, we trade him. We, 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 we essentially trade or release Kayvon Mullen, who was an excellent cornerback when he was healthy for the Raiders. We had depth issues. I don't have faith or trust and who we turn the keys over to this team. Okay. And that's my concern. Okay. Good good stuff. I don't mean to cut you off, but we're running out of time. I knew you said you had a lot to get to, and you did. Uh, so th- thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, real quick, man. Trayvon Mullen did nothing this year. I mean, he literally played in, in five games and did nothing, right? I mean, you've seen him get released by even the team that traded for him. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time with that. Josh Jacobs, I'm a big fan of Josh Jacobs. His first year in the league, he had 1,150 yards. He had 1,000 yards the next year, 872 last year. This year, 1,539 yards. So no, they didn't think he was going to be a 1,500-yard back. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option. But you hear how Josh McDaniels praises him. I don't think that they made him a captain. I don't think they disregarded him. Zay Jones, you brought him up. He got paid. 
He got paid a lot of moolah that we all would have laughed at if the Raiders had gave him that kind of bread. He Jacksonville threw out big-time money to him, so I'm happy for him, just like Nelly Aguilar, who got paid in New England. I wouldn't have, uh, have been happy if the Raiders had said, hey, Nelly, let's give you that kind of money. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. That's the business side of things that kicked in. Yeah, some guys that, you know, whatever, got paid. So, I mean, it happens. There were some trades that happened. Ngakwe was traded. He wasn't released. And they brought in Rocky Yassin, who Raiders needed corner help. It didn't work out. I mean, he, he played okay this season. He's on IR. He's done for the season. Probably will be done with the Raiders. So, I think you have to give this regime, this, this staff, a, a whole offseason of their own, of what they've been working on before you can say that you don't trust what they're going to do. I believe that they are going to get it done and they're going to figure it out. They know the holes. I think Dylan Parham's been really good all year outside that Pittsburgh game. I think Munford has done a good job. Illuminar has done a better job, even though he gets penalties at times. He's done pretty good. They know what they need to address. Give him a chance to address it. 458 is the time. It's going to do it for us. It's Radish Radio 920. Good night.